Hey, sweet ones. Welcome to the All That to Say podcast with me, your host, Elizabeth. On this podcast, we talk about the hard stuff. A, because I've been through a lot of it. B, because most of you have too. And C, because I really believe that we have a powerful, resurrected, and resurrecting healer of a God. And in today's episode, we're going to talk about some things I believe. Let me start by saying, I believe some things that might sound a bit crazy. I believe that there is a God, a creator of this universe, and of me. I believe that his son Jesus came down from heaven and was born to a virgin. I believe that Jesus grew up and really lived a real life and that he did a ton of miracles like turning water into wine and walking on water and healing people of lifelong diseases and bringing people back from the dead. I believe that Jesus was killed on a cross, that he was buried, and that three days later he came back to life. Like I said, cuckoo. Now, why do I believe these things? One, what he has done for me and to me and through me since I met him on February 4th, 1986, cannot be explained humanly. He has changed my life. I have felt him speak to me. I have seen him answer years of prayers. I have been healed. I have experienced his peace and his presence and his strength and his wisdom. I have watched him lift me up out of my pain and turn all of those horrible things into beautiful things. I did not single-handedly rescue myself and create this beautiful life of mine. Gift after gift after gift given to me by something outside of myself. So if all I had to go on was my lifetime experience of God, my heart would have to believe. But secondly, there's proof, like a ton of it. Jesus actually existed. There is historical and archaeological evidence to back up his existence. And Jesus really did die. There is historical and archaeological evidence to back up his crucifixion. And Jesus really, really did come back to life after being dead. There is historical and archaeological evidence to back up his resurrection. Eyewitness accounts to his life, his death, his resurrection. And not just the Bible. The Bible's reliability is also historically and archaeologically proven. Here's the thing. We all believe in something. It takes faith to believe there is a God. And it takes faith to believe we all swoosh up and existed out of thin air. In my mind, though, it takes more faith to believe that our intricate bodies just became something out of nothing. And it takes more faith to believe that this gorgeous world just popped up on its own with nothing to start it in motion. We all believe something. My heart and my mind are in full alignment on this. There is a God. He sent his son, Jesus, for you and for me. Jesus died on the cross for us. Jesus came back to life for us. God created each one of us. We have been created to be in relationship with our creator and with each other. And life with God is a beautiful mystery that I will never fully comprehend. 
but that I cannot believe I get to live. Now, I talk a lot about relational tools and emotional sanity and healing and hope. Knowing that a woman is hurting and that there is something she can do about it to make her circumstances steadier or her heart more peaceful by turning to God, that's what keeps me going day in and day out. I want to make sure, though, that you understand something, like really, really understand something. I believe a heart can change. I believe a mind can change. I believe a relationship can change. I believe a life can change. I believe a person can change, but not just because we dig down deep, not just because we hustle, not just because of three easy steps, not because we want it badly enough. I believe in change because I believe in Jesus and his resurrection power. And because the Bible tells me so, I also believe we who love and follow Jesus have that resurrection power dwelling within us. So when I give tips and suggestions and questions to ask yourself and prayers to pray, it's not because I think you can change on your own by doing such and such. I think you can change because those of us who follow Jesus have the Spirit's power within us. And I'm here to tell you, as a woman who used to cry herself to sleep and yell almost every day of her married life and policed and judged her then partner and asked God to take her home more times than I'll ever know and sobbed on bathroom floors for years, change can come healing can happen, but not because I am my own hero. Change came because there first was a resurrection of Jesus and then a resurrection of me by Jesus again and again and again, every day, over and over, making all things new. And he can do that for you too. So let me ask you, sweet ones, are you waiting for something, for someone for a change of circumstance, for a change of heart? Are you maybe waiting for a man to come along? Are you in a difficult marriage and you are waiting for your husband to change or for that magical healing? Are you separated and waiting for your limbo to come to an end? Are you divorced and waiting to feel normal again? Are you in any kind of pain or crisis and waiting to feel whole or at least just okay? Are you waiting for something you do not have? Please know that I get it. I've been all of those women waiting for all of those things, and it's okay. But I want to gently challenge you. Not one good circumstance in our life is guaranteed to us. In fact, remember what Jesus told us? In this world, we will have trouble But he also told us that he has overcome the world and we can have peace. That though we have an enemy who wants to kill and steal and destroy, that our lives are opposed every single day, he still wants to bring us abundant life. But to be clear, and here comes the challenge, it's God's version of an abundant life for you because he knows what's best, because he loves us, because he sees the entire journey and we just see the now. So if you are waiting and longing for a certain something to change, 
oh, I get it. But let me lovingly challenge you to refocus what you're hoping for from the thing, whatever the thing is, to the one who loves you, who came for you, who died for you, who came back to life for you, whom you will see face to face one day sooner than we think. Oh, there is hope and there is healing and it's Jesus, not your circumstances magically changing. No next steps today, but let me pray over us from Ephesians 1 and 3. God, I pray that each one of us will understand the incredible greatness of your power for us who believe you, that this is the same mighty power that raised Christ from the dead and seated him in the place of honor at your right hand in the heavenly realms. And I pray that out of his glorious riches, he may strengthen us with power through his spirit in our inner beings so that Christ may dwell in our hearts through faith. And I pray that we being rooted and established in love may have power together with all the Lord's people to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ. And to know this love that surpasses knowledge, that we may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. Amen. Okay, sweet ones, if you so desire, you can support this podcast in a few ways. You can rate it, share it, subscribe to it, send me a message or a question, and or financially support it. So sweet ones, all that to say... May the actual death and historically proven, mind-blowing resurrection of Jesus be the clearest messages to your heart that you are the unconditionally beloved daughter of God, and he is so delighted with you. You came into this world, and you start each day already completely loved, with no other loves to beg for, and nothing to prove to anyone. Till next time, so, so much love.